0: Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host Virtual Vinny. It's a new month here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome old time radio fans. I'm your host Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter I love OT radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com You can also anonymously tell us what you think of the show by filling out our survey at survey.iloveoldtimeradio.com This episode is brought to you by the Vintage Radio Club. The Vintage Radio Club is a way for you to help support the I Love Old Time Radio podcast. And as a thank you, we do an extra podcast a week with some longer shows. Tomorrow, Lux Radio Theater will return and they will present a love story between a legionnaire in the desert and a nightclub singer in The Legionnaire and the Lady. If you want to hear more and help support the I Love All Time Radio podcast, then visit vintage.ilovealltimeradio.com I Love All Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word On You Bet Your Life. This is the first episode in the third season, which originally aired on October 5th, 1949. And, George, what is today's secret word?
1: The secret word tonight is chair, C H A I R. Really? You bet your life! Elgin American, creators of America's most beautiful compact, smartest cigarette cases, finest dresser sets, presents Groucho Marx and the Elgin American show You Bet Your Life. The comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here's that sterling Elgin American, the one, the only.
2: Is he back again? Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx! Thank you. Well, here I am again, happy to report we're starting our third season for the same sponsor, Elgin American Compacts. i saved my money all summer, and tonight we have $1,000 for one of our couples. George Fannerman, who's first to try for us? Just before we went on the air, our studio audience
1: selected a pair of newlyweds, and here they are. Mr. and Mrs. Roland Carr meet Groucho Marx.
2: Welcome, youngsters. Do you bet your life. Need to say the secret word at any time we're talking, you'll win $100 in
3: cash.
2: It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Newlyweds, eh? Uh... How newly? What are you, huh? Eh? July
3: 31st.
2: I was talking to your husband. Uh,
3: uh,
2: <laughs> Roland, does she always answer for you?
3: No, I don't always.
2: Gene Carr, don't you ever let him say anything? Where'd you get him, in front of the cigar store? <laughs> no. know. that's you, Roland. Uh, how old are you? I'm 31. And what's, what's your age, Jean?
3: Thirty. And where are you from? Jamestown, North
2: Dakota. Rollin, what's your home place? In New York City. Live in different towns, eh?
3: <laughs>
2: well, when you each go back home, I hope you'll be writing to each other. Eh?
3: <laughs> what
2: kind of work do you do, Rollin? I work in a bank. You work in a bank, eh? <laughs> judging who's been doing the talking, your wife must be the teller.
3: <laughs> Just what do you do in the bank? Well, I'm the
2: operations officer. You operate in the bank? <laughs> have you got your knife with you? <laughs> now, I've always env- envied you people who work in banks. You have such a short day. What do you do after three o'clock, Roland? not after the bank is closed when we do our hardest work. I see,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> is the uh, president of the bank aware of this? <laughs> well,
3: he works
2: after the bank is closed, too. Oh, you're all in cahoots, is okay. <laughs> Well, that's one way for a young bridegroom to put away a lot of money. Work nights in a bank. (laughs) Jean, how how did you meet this old uh, banker here?
4: I used to work in the same bank.
2: After hours or during the regular hours? (laughs) Now, since you're newlyweds, we have some appropriate wedding gifts from our sponsor. George?
1: For Jean, Elgin American's beautiful dresser set in jewelry's bronze with a look of gold. And isn't that engraved floral design lovely, Jean? Oh,
4: that's lovely. Thank
2: you very much. And, Roland,
1: we'd like you to have this slim, sleek, sterling silver cigarette case by
2: Elgin American, handsomely engraved. Oh, it's very swell. Where did you two uh, kids go on your honeymoon?
1: We went to San Francisco and Lake Tahoe.
2: Mm-hmm. That's an ideal honeymoon. Which one of you went to Frisco, huh? <laughs>
1: now,
2: Jean, how many of your old boyfriends have you seen since you've been married? I haven't seen a single one. Just the married ones, eh? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Remember that,
2: Rowland. You see how easy it is to trap your wife? Huh?
4: <laughs> Jean, can you
2: honestly say that marriage is as perfect as you'd always dreamed?
4: Well,
2: no, we have a few little problems. Small problems. What are their names? eh? (laughs)
3: Do you
2: plan on having a family, Roland? Yes, we do. About uh, how many? Oh, about two. Well, you know, being a banker, you know, you're going to have to consult the other stockholder uh, <laughs> before you can declare a dividend.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: now,
2: Gene, do, do you think Rollin uh, will make a good father?
4: Yes,
2: he will. Well, why are you so uh, certain? Children like
4: him, and he's very gentle and understanding
2: with them. You have anything to add to that, Rollin? Eh? No, I can't add anything to that. <laughs> Just going to stand there and simper, huh? <laughs> Now, as a recent Benedict, what are some of the advantages of married life? Well, it tells uh, a man the right direction in which to go. You mean she's already told you where to go?
3: <laughs>
2: well, you make a charming and a very amiable couple, and I know you'll make wonderful parents. <laughs> now, in just one minute, you're going to work together for a $1,000. Fenneman, you've got a whole summer to practice what you're going to say. Speak your piece. Young Mrs. Chesser went to her dresser to fix up her hair real
1: pretty. When she got there, the dresser was bare. What? No Elgin American dresser set? No! What a pity! But she rushed right down to her favorite store and bought the smartest dresser set they had. What kind was it? (laughs) Naturally! Elgin American dresser sets are exquisitely designed. Have jewel-like finish, precision craftsmanship throughout. Have nylon bristles, specially ground mirrors. They're the most fashionable decorator touch you could give a bedroom. They look like a million dollars, but cost as little as $14.95. And if you're extra thrifty, there's Elgin American's companion line of American beauty dresser sets that start at only $7.95. Here's the big, impressive gift to thrill anyone. And don't let your dresser, your guest room, go bare another day. Tomorrow, buy these values you'll value for years. Dresser sets by Elgin American.
2: Now, let's see if you two will get a chance. It's a $1,000 question. You're going to play You Bet Your Life. Fenneman, bring him up to date on the rules. Each of our three couples has twenty dollars. They bet as much of that twenty as they want on each of four questions. The
1: couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the thousand dollar question at the end of the program. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here.
2: Here we go. Let's see how high you can build your twenty dollars. What question category did you select? We picked songs. Songs from uh, recent Broadway musicals. Yeah. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Ten dollars. All right. This song is from South Pacific. Give me the title of it.
1: Hello, huh? Valley
2: High is right. And they're on their way, Dr. They
1: have
2: $30. <laughs> Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of your $30 will you try now? We've got $20. let us see if you can identify this tune from Kiss Me Kate. Play, Jerry. I'm always true to you, darling. Always true to you, darling, in my fashion. They're really on their way. They have $50. That shows he's a groom. Now here's your third question. How much of the fifty are you going to uh, risk? Uh, we are bet thirty-five. Here's another song from South Pacific. What's the title of it? Some enchanted, Some
1: enchanted evening. evening. They're really climbing now. They have eighty-five dollars.
2: You have now climbed the Mount McKinley of eighty-five dollars, and there's your last chance to beat the other couple. How much are you going to try? We'll bet uh, seventy dollars. Seventy dollars. Ethel Mayman sang this song, and Annie get your gun. What's the name of it? There's no business like no show business. business like show business, is right.
1: And they wind up with a grand total of one hundred and fifty-five dollars. <laughs>
2: Thanks, and good luck from Elgin American Compact. Stick around
1: now. You might still get the crack at the big question. Groucho, our next couple has been in a waiting room off stage. Perhaps they'll say the secret word. (laughs) It's chair. We invited some wrestlers and some librarians for the show tonight. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected librarian Mary
2: Horan and wrestler Terry McGinnis. And here they come. Folks, meet Groucho Mike. Welcome, folks, for Elgin American Compacts. And if you say the secret word at any time we're talking, I'll fork over $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. The wrestler and the librarian, eh? Miss, uh, Mary Horan, at which library do you work? In? The Central Library, the Los Angeles Public Library. Mm-hmm. And, uh, how's
4: business there? Quiet. Uh, 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 yes,
2: yeah. very quiet little joke I bet you always use when somebody asks you how's business? Hmm?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: How's business? Very quiet. Very good. I thought maybe things were humming since you do a volume business. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: bone crusher, Terry McGinnis, huh? Are you married? Uh, yes, sir. How'd you meet your wife? Did you go up to her to dance and say, may I have the next half, Nelson? I <laughs> I met her in Australia. And, and what were uh... you doing there? I was there wrestling. What? You know, kangaroos? And... I have wrestled a kangaroo. Have you? <laughs> Isn't it difficult to wrestle a kangaroo? How do you talk business before the mess? Huh? <laughs> that uh, that we don't do, uh, Grasso. You're the kangaroo.
3: Huh? <laughs> you can't
2: strike me. I'm sitting down. That. I'm an elderly man, and I wear glasses. <laughs> Librarian, you've been very quiet. What do you... Where do you think you are? In the public (laughs) library? How's business?
4: Very slow. Very slow. (laughs) Well, it's changing. It
2: was a little quiet a while ago.
4: (laughs) Now, Mary, how did you
2: happen to become a librarian? Did you start out as a bookie?
3: <laughs> hey, you're a pretty good-looking
2: gal to be working in the library. I never know the had girls Are you married, then, uh, Mary? No, I'm not. No. You're, not. you're a circulating librarian. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: what kind of a man are you looking for, Mary? You, uh... Oh,
4: a nice, quiet, companionable sort of person who's well-read and uh, likes good cultural things and looking and about
2: six feet. You don't want a man. You want Dr. Elliot's six-foot shelf, huh? <laughs> now, uh, wrestler uh, McGinnis, uh, haven't you got a ring name like Gorgeous Sam or the Blimp or Derriere Dan or something? Huh? What do they call you in the ring? And remember, we're on the radio. <laughs> they call me Irish Terry McGinnis. They call you Irish Terry McGinnis? Yes, what part of Romania do you hail from? Huh? <laughs> Now, Miss Horan, let's get back to you. It's much safer. Now, there's a big article about me in the October Radio Mirror magazine. Suppose I breeze down to your library next Sunday afternoon. Would you help me find the magazine? No, I wouldn't. Well, that's not very cooperative. Why not?
4: Well, the public library is not open on (laughs)
2: Sundays.
4: Well, I'll be bound, huh?
2: How's business then? Very
4: quiet. Very quiet. Well, you're holding your own anyhow.
3: (laughs)
2: Uh, Miss uh, Miss Horan, as a librarian, do you like the wrestle? I never have
3: wrestled.
2: <laughs> well, maybe that's why you're not married. Huh? <laughs> Well, Miss Horan, here's something I know you'll fall in love with instantly. George, tell her about it. Well, it's a
1: luxurious sterling silver compact by Elgin American. It's hand-engraved with a 14-karat gold picture-frame border. How do you like it, Miss Horan? Very beautiful. And for our wrestler, something his wife
2: will thoroughly appreciate. A
1: sterling silver compact just like it by Elgin American.
2: I know she'll love it. Now tell me, glamorous Gus, how much do you weigh? Yeah, 240 pounds, 6 foot 2. All that meat and no vegetables. <laughs> Except a cauliflower ear. (laughs) You know, uh, Terry, there's an ugly rumor going around that some professional wrestling matches are fixed. Is there anything to this? Absolutely not. That's an ugly rumor. (laughs) How many ugly rumors have you wrestled in your time? (laughs) Now let's play You Bet Your Life. If you can beat our other two couples in the quiz, we'll get a crack at the $1,000 question. Veneman? Remind our listeners how much the first couple won. The newlyweds won $155. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you twenty dollars. What question category did you select? The paper the money. money. Nicknames for paper money. Here's your first question. How much uh will you bet? Five dollars. Um, five dollars. How much money is a grand? Thousand dollars. One thousand dollars is right. They're on their way. They have twenty five dollars. Remember, you're going for a thousand dollars tonight. Now, how much of your twenty five dollars will you try? Ten. Ten? Alright. How much money is a fin? Five. Five dollars is correct.
3: <laughs>
2: now they have thirty-five dollars. You now have thirty-five dollars, and here's your third question. How much of the thirty-five will you attempt? Ten. Ten. Let's spend a little more.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's spend twenty-five. Alright, twenty-five. Alright, with you, Mary. How much money is a sawbuck? Ten dollars. Ten dollars is correct. They're on their way. They have $60. All right. You've got $60. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the $60 are you going to risk? $50. $50? $50. Is that all right with you, Mary? All right. How much money is a case note? How much money is it, one? A case note. C-A-S-E. $50?
3: 50,
2: 50 no, it's $100. No, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry. It's $1. They wind up with $10. Good luck from Elgin American Compacts. Now, in just one minute, our last couple will play you, bet your life, and then we know it gets a $1,000 question. Benjamin, now it's your turn. All right, Groucho,
1: listen. Those are waves caressing the shores of Majorca, the most romantic island in the Mediterranean. Here on Majorca, after searching the corners of the world, Elgin American has found the most perfect pearls ever created by man, pearls worthy of the Elgin American name. Now, these pearls can be yours. Rich, lustrous, glowing with a deep-sea beauty all their own. Elgin American Pearls are perfectly matched, superbly styled, with glamorous, luxurious clasps, and fashioned into wonderful single, double, and triple-strand necklaces, as well as ropes, chokers, and graceful earrings. Presented in their beautiful jewel and gift boxes, Elgin American Pearls are truly the most magnificent gift you can give or receive. Yet, prices start at just $2. The finest simulated pearls at any price. Buy them tomorrow. Treasure their opalescent beauty forever. Wear them proudly. For these are Elgin American pearls.
2: Now well, then we soon know who's going to earn the most money and get the chance at the $1,000 question. George, who's leading so far? Well, the newlyweds are leading with $155. And here's our final couple. They've been in the waiting room offstage, so they don't know
1: the secret word is chair.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Our studio audience selected a druggist and a housewife to be next. And here they come. Mrs. Margaret Harvey and Mr. Quinton Snavley meet Groucho Marx.
2: <laughs> Welcome, folks. Welcome for Elgin American Compacts. If you say the secret word at any time we're talking, I'll hand over $100 in cash. It's the common words Something you'll find around the house. A druggist and a housewife, eh? Mr. Quentin uh, Snately? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. You're the druggist, I presume. That's right, sir. Where are you from, Doc? Santa Monica. Mrs. Margaret Harvey. What's your hometown? Philadelphia. Quentin, uh, are you married? Yes, I am. My wife, place became interested in me in a drugstore. She fell in love with my picture on a bottle of iodine. Now, aspirin tablet, as a, as a druggist, just what do you do? What do I do with an aspirin tablet? No, what...
3: <laughs>
2: well, there are only so many things you can do with an aspirin tablet. I say, as, as a druggist, just what do you do? I fill prescriptions. Don't you sell anything besides drugs in your drugstore? Oh, yes, we, uh, we sell football tickets and... Uh... <laughs> That's a nice combination, aspirin and football tickets, yeah? And, uh, Imagine a bottle. fella has arthritis and comes in and gets a football ticket, huh?
3: <laughs>
2: what does your husband do, M- Mrs. Harding? He
4: fills crates in a warehouse.
2: Fills crates in a warehouse? Fills them with what?
4: Well, anything they have there to fill them with.
3: Well, it
2: seems like a pretty simple job. <laughs> Just grab anything around there and throw it in a box. Huh? <laughs> I don't think we're quite clear on this. <laughs> After he fills this, these crates with this debris,
4: <laughs>
2: what happens to these crates?
4: Well, they ship them out.
2: How did, how did you meet him? Was he throwing you in one of the crates? In the... I met
4: him in a cemetery. You
2: met him in a cemetery? Yes. He just went from one box to another. Tell me, Mrs. Harvey, uh, was, was he alive when you met him? Very much so. What was this ghoul doing out there in the cemetery? Well, he was a grave digger. He sounds like a lot of fun this game. Huh? What were you doing in the cemetery, Mrs. Harvey? Huh?
4: Well, I always made a shortcut through the cemetery. You made a
2: shortcut and ran into him?
4: Epitaphs.
2: You had a hobby of reading epitaphs? Yeah. I mean, in the evening by the fire, you mean? I'm
4: from work. I used to cut through there and I read the epitaphs.
2: I see. Yes. And? Was his name on one of them? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a nifty way to start a romance. <laughs> What was he doing?
4: Well, when I was reading on the epitaph, I saw the picture of this man, and he was a gruesome-looking fellow, and I said, Gee, you're ugly. And as that somebody, said, so are you.
2: <laughs>
4: and when I came to, there were three grave diggers standing around me.
2: Are you sure you, you weren't watching Hamlet? Huh? <laughs>
4: explaining what had happened.
2: I see. You knocked him dead, huh? There was one grave
4: digger was in the grave eating his lunch. When he... What they call a box
2: lunch? I'm going to lock my door tonight when I get home. (laughs) So, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm not being rude. I'm just trying to find out more. Well,
4: When I did wake up, I was sitting in one of those chairs, you know, if they hadn't.
2: (laughs) Mrs. Harvey, you said chair, and that's the secret word, and that means you win $100 right now, and there it is. Congratulations. Now, uh, where were we when the chair broke, huh?
4: <laughs> well, uh, he, he said he felt very sorry for what he had said to me.
2: And then he threw a wreath on you, I suppose. Huh?
4: <laughs>
2: Doc, uh, tell me, how much does your uh, average prescription cost? They start from 50 cents up, but the average prescription is about $2. Mm-hmm. And how much do the ingredients cost you? <laughs>
3: Great 20 cents
2: up. What do you mean up? Up to 22? And... <laughs> you mean you have the nerve to charge two bucks for something that only cost you 20 cents? Well, we have our overhead to figure in, our rent, and uh, the knowledge and experience in filling those prescriptions. Well, that's a pretty big pill to swallow. I mean. <laughs> you know, I've often wondered, how important is the soda fountain to a drugstore? Does it bring in much business? Well, it, it brings in the trade, and they buy other things in the store. Well, that sounds logical, isn't it? <laughs> you have a pumpernickel sandwich on liverwurst, huh? And a banana split, they stagger over to the drug department and buy enough bicarbonate to cover the whole rent, I suppose. Well, I've got a prescription for both of you. Take now these gifts from our sponsor. This is Harvey. Pearls for
1: you. Elgin American's beautiful pearls. They're the finest pearls made by man, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy them.
4: They're beautiful.
1: And Druggist Snavely, the perfect gift for your wife. Elgin American's exclusive heart-shaped compact that's definitely different. It's jeweler's bronze that looks like gold. That's the
2: best seller in our store, really. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, there's a man.
1: <laughs>
2: Tell me, do you ever have emergencies in your drugstore other than your wife coming in and catching you shaking up a blonde for a bromo? I mean, shaking up a bromo for a blonde. Let's forget the whole thing, huh? (laughs) Mrs. Harvey, what kind of first aid equipment do you keep around the house?
4: Oh, I have iodine, corn plasters, bunion plasters.
2: (laughs) You have a lot of foot trouble, I take it, huh? (laughs) That's some hot putting it through that cemetery, huh? (laughs) Well, iodine Just iodine, corn glasses, foot flasks, oh, No he- arch supports?
4: I have headache powders.
2: Headache powders. Yes. Huh? I'd like to meet that husband of yours
4: sometime.
2: <laughs> Are there any items missing from that list that uh, she should have in her home, Mr. Snadley? Well, she didn't mention a tourniquet, and everyone should have one. Tourniquet, huh? You mean like a tennis tourniquet? <laughs>
3: What's a, what's a tourniquet,
2: Well, a uh, tourniquet is, an um, a apparatus that you put around the arm. Numb, full of blood. It stops the blood? Is that good?
3: <laughs> I'm
2: trying to get mine started and he's stopping it.
3: <laughs> what is that
2: for? A snake bite? That's right. What does it cause? It costs $4.95. Just for a tiny kit? No, that's part of a snake bite kit. That's the whole kit. The whole kit? How old is the kit, huh? (laughs)
3: Now, Doc,
2: suppose Mrs. Harvey came into your drugstore and told you she just had an argument with her husband and she wanted to buy a hundred sleeping pills and a pound of arsenics. What would you do,
3: huh?
2: I'd be suspicious. (laughs) You're a pretty shrewd cookie, Doc.
3: <laughs>
2: but tell me, w- would you sell it to her? Not without a prescription. I see. You have no objection to her knocking off her husband as long as she has a prescription. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a very interesting couple, and Doc, I've been ribbing you druggist, but I didn't mean it, really. The druggist on the corner is an American institution. He's been keeping me hopping for years. <laughs> now, Mrs. Harvey and Doc, you're going to play your bet you life the Elgin-American game for a thousand dollars. If you run your $20 and the more than the other couples, you get the chance at the big question later. I can't tell you how much they won, but George is off stage to so remind our listeners. The newlyweds are still ahead with $155. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. What question category did you select? Nursery, Nursery run. Nursery rhymes. Well, you ought to be good at that after yes. those uh, obituaries and episodes.
3: <laughs> <huh>?
2: <laughs> now, here's your first question. How much will it be? How much are you going to bet? $10. $10? All right. How many bags of wool did the black sheep have? Mm-hmm. Take a guess. Three. Three is right. You right
3: to...
2: Well, they're on their way with $30. You sneaked in under the wire that time. Now, remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of your $30 will you try? We'll try, uh. 20. 20 20 What was the name of the kid that ran around town in his nightshirt, rapping at windows to see if all the other kiddies were in bed? Take a guess. Ah, uh, the bell is tolled. I'm, so, I'm sorry. It was wee-willy-winky. Oh. We now have ten dollars. That is a pretty tough one. Now, here's your third question. You have ten dollars left. How much are you going to try now? we we'll bet five. What was Miss Muffet eating when the spider frightened her? Ten what does she... and whey. Curds and, and whey well, is right, huh? Well, they're on their way again. They have fifteen dollars. Here's your last chance to beat the other couple. How much of the fifteen are you going to try? Ten or ten. What skinny guy could eat no fat? Jack Spratt. Jack Spratt could eat no fat. And they wind up with a grand total of $25. And that means the
1: newlyweds with $155 get the chance at the $1,000 question. The name Elgin American means the very finest quality, designing, finish, and craftsmanship. The best value. In exquisite compacts, gorgeous simulated pearls, magnificent dresser sets, magic action lighters, wondrous lighter cases, distinguished cigarette cases, handsome military sets, fascinating musical humidors. Your favorite store has a complete assortment of the newest Elgin American styles right now. See them. And for your own proud for thrilling prestige gifts. Always by
2: Elgin American. And here's the winning couple, Groucho, the newlyweds. Well, back again to try for $1,000, eh? Good luck. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you, so talk it over thoroughly and no help in the audience, please. Think of your map now. Which of the 48 states extends the closest to the North Pole? Which state of the 48? answer have you two decided upon?
3: Wisconsin.
2: No, I, I'm sorry. The correct answer is the Lake of the Woods projection in Minnesota is the northernmost point in the United States. So that means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. But for
1: beating the other couples grogged off, they receive the new amazing Apollo 16-millimeter movie projector
2: to show Hollywood sound movies and moving pictures you take yourself. And in addition, you receive those lovely gifts from Elgin American and you won $155 in cash. That makes it a very profitable evening all around. Congratulations and thanks to both of you.
1: The Elgin American Show, You Bet Your Life, is a John Goodell production. Transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Bob Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Remember, next week's Big Question pays
3: $1,500.
1: Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for you Bet Your Life, starring Groucho Marx. Presented by the creators of America's most beautiful compacts, smartest cigarette cases, and
2: finest dresser sets, Elgin American. Tonight, folks, have you looked at your compact lately? <laughs>
0: Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. On that last question, how many of you said Alaska? Come on, be honest. I'll be honest. I said Maine. Remember, Groucho said 48 states. It would be another 10 years before Alaska would become a state. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club. And speaking of the Vintage Radio Club, if you are a Vintage Club member, tomorrow we'll be posting The Legionnaire and the Lady, presented by the Lux Radio Theater. You can hear it tomorrow by signing up for the Vintage Radio Club at vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. The Shadow returns on Monday, and Groucho will be back next Friday, for some more, you bet your life. For I Love All Time, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.